When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Oh yeah, I got stopped outside the spa for the first time. For being PJ Gallagher? Nah, we're listening to Dubland. What did they say? I was just listening to it on the way in. Fuck the clampers, that's what he said. Oh, you (laughs) fucking bastard. Ah, shit cock. Now that's a cockpox. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking, fuckity fuck. It's one of those annoying fucking things that happens when you hit, you, it's always an edge. Like, look how oh, much. I did between my toe, my baby toe and the other toe. Yeah. say between the chair. Oh. It's a fuck, like, you, what, look how much of that is flat surface, look. <laughs> like, it's all, it's pretty much, it's four flat bits and four tiny corners and I've managed to catch the bastard corner with me knee. There you go, it's that, like standing that, on a little bruise. <laughs> That's a bros. That See, is. look at your levels. Who gave out about the levels? Oh, yeah, there was someone giving out that I'm too shouty or something, that I never shut up, that I'm talking too loud. No, I think they just said I sound like I'm in another room because I generally just sit back when you oh, talk. Oh, yeah, and I'd be roaring. Roaring at me. <laughs> See, now, look, we're perfectly on the same level, but you're going to start talking and you're going to go off the and jar. And i get carried away, yeah, as usual, I suppose. Jesus Christ, I woke up late this morning. Do you ever wake up late for something? Uh, what? Talk into Oh, sorry. This is, no, yeah. this is the problem, right? There it's very go. hard, though. If I talk into the fucking mic, I can't see it. It's bleeding huge. What? If I turn around this way. Yeah. And do, I'll do that with Woo! Is that better? I guess so. Still feels peculiar. You're feels peculiar. like those shitty 3D movies. Do you ever go, you know those, you know the way you go to 3D movies and they're like, the whole purpose of 3D is fucking ruined. Like, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, this does, I will get. This is about the microphone in a weird way. But you know the way you used to go to three D movies, and the whole point of it was shit would be coming at your head. Like a I don't guy think I've ever really out. gone to. I think actually Captain America was the first three D movie that I went to. And went. Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I don't get not anymore. The whole point was shit comes at your head, or someone to fire a gun in the bullet, and you'd have to whoa duck. Or, you know, you'd feel like, Whoa. you know, all that sort of stuff. And now it's just like this. It's like this microphone. It's like somebody's just put a hedge in the way of the action. <laughs> They're trying to make make me feel like a pervert. Hiding in a hedge, watching a superhero. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's rambling. Ranting and rambling. Get rid of 3D. I'm the weirdo. You ever go to a 3D movie? I'm the weirdo. Sits there with no glasses, eating the popcorn. Watching everything in double vision. Because oh, I don't want to be stuck behind a hedge. I can't well, I've, I've only done it a couple of times. I've only seen two. Captain America's in Toy Story. Three or whatever, whichever. And I want to see that. Uh, what's the name of that one? It's out now. He's like a a rude Spider Man, Deadpool. A rude Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he's like a rude Spider Man. I went to see that over the weekend. Have to say, it's a cracking old flick. Uh, the first twenty minutes is kind of slightly ridiculous because they just keep messing with the timeline. It's like I hate that. Okay. Just tell me the story. Just tell me the fucking story. Do you ever watch Pulp Fiction? Incredible no. movie. Incredible Can't movie. It. Oh, it's brilliant, but they keep fucking with the timeline. Like, to this day, I watch this movie, I love the movie, I know it's brilliant, but I cannot work out for the life of me why they just didn't shoot it in chronological order. I just cannot for the life of me. Is that Quentin Tarantino? Yeah. Yeah, he's a mad bastard, though. I have a Netflix recommendation as well. Before Go on. We get, now that we're on telly and movies and stuff, have you seen Love on Netflix, the new series Love? No, is it good? Ah, it's bleeding deadly. Is it about love? It's about people trying to be in love and not knowing how to do it. It's a, actually a very good, it's really good. Your woman in it that plays Mickey, don't know what her name is. There's her and then there's a guy, Gus, don't know what his name is. But the both of them, uh, she's very good looking. He's he's peculiar at best. He looks like a dog that put a banger in his mouth and let it go boom. And <laughs> the two of them though, they're mad. Uh, they really want to find someone and they kind of found each other. But they don't know if it's right or if it's wrong. There's no mushiness in it. It's really, really sort of real life. It's real sort of like complicated getting the relationship together stuff. But it's really, really funny. It's okay. really, really funny. It's written by the same guy, don't know what his name is, that wrote, um, <laughs> you know, Knocked Up and <laughs> This Is 40. Oh, um, oh, yeah, that's I really annoying. Yeah, I don't know what his yeah. name is. Oh, um, Judd Alpo, no. Judd Alpo. Oh, Judd Alpo. Judd Alpo. 
Seth Appletow, is that his name? I look, I don't fucking know. But it's written by this guy. Very funny dude. And except it's darker than the movies. It's, it's, I honestly, I recommend it. I really enjoy it. have a look. Watch the whole uh, 10 of them in two days. That's it. Like over five hours. Did you get your laptop fixed then? No. Right. Bastard thing after whiskey. And, I'm, and I don't want to... Do you know what it is? Because I'm not famous, right? But people have a, a tendency to know who I am. And I'm afraid to get my shit fixed in case they go snooping. We said that last yeah. week. Yeah. So I, got, I just went out and I got another one. I went into the shop. See, he is famous because most people would know you'd have to put some type of down payment. Do you do a week by week scheme on that? He just goes in, all swinging Mickey. No. Just give us a new laptop. I bought the cheapest one. An Acer one. though, an Acer. I bought the cheapest one. Put it in your max. I went into the shop in town and there was, a, I don't know, she was a Canadian young one or an American young one. I don't know where she's from. And I had one of those things. You know the way you go in and you're like, uh, I'm going to make this as with as little human interaction as is humanly possible. Yeah. I'm going to try and make this a, a, a quick transaction, right? Mm-hmm. So I went into the shop and uh, she goes, I need I want, I need a new laptop. Uh, is it possible to get the stuff from my old laptop if I don't have it anymore? And she goes, where's the old laptop? I went, here we go. Now, we're in a human transaction. We're in human <laughs> chat. This is exactly what I was trying to avoid. So I, I didn't said, want that. It's gone. Mm. And she went, where is it gone? I said, it, done, it doesn't matter. It's gone. And then I said, the robber has it. And she went, the rubber broke it? I went, no. <laughs> the rubber didn't break it. The rubber has it. Now, nobody robbed it. I just thought it was easier than talking about it. Because I knew if I said it was broken, she'd say, bring it in, we try and fix it. Yeah. And then I'd have to say, I don't want you to fix it. I just want to ask them a fucking question. If everything's on the cloud and then my phone would it go into this laptop. That's all I wanted to know. And will it? And then she goes, uh, yeah, it did. Oh, okay. it worked perfect. It worked actually perfect. Great. And then she starts going, who robbed it? I, went, I don't know. Well, if I knew that, then I could go back and get it off. Them. Yeah, and then she says, what, where did you have it? Were you in the house when he broke in? I was like, oh. See, here lies, lies the problem with the lie. My yeah. mum always if you tell one lie, if you tell another lie, that leads to another lie. To tell, so it goes from a little white lie to a very big black lie. I swear to God, that was 45, 46 <laughs> lies in. And I still hadn't got a fucking laptop or a receipt. And now I'm struggling to keep up with my own deceit. And now I know she knows I'm lying because there's inconsistencies in the story. <laughs> Oh, it's like when we're talking about movies. It's like when you lie about a movie. Do you ever do lie about a movie for no reason? Someone goes, "Ah, oh, did you see the thing last night? Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to get into it. You don't want to <laughs> hear them going, oh, you didn't. Oh, you have to see it. I swear. Because you, you, you just go, yeah, yeah, seen it. Yeah, yeah, seen it. And then they go, what was your favourite bit? You're like, oh. oh, Jesus. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Now I, ha- now I have to come clean. Or else you just go, the end bit. No, you just go, <laughs> you kind of do the, you kind of prompt them. And they go, you know the bit with your man and they go oh you know when your man's off the bill that bit love that bit yeah, and then they're like did you? and you go yeah and then try and phase it out <laughs> phase, phase it out, it out. That's, <laughs> and yeah. then back away I'll try and do that again I'm, I'm, all, I'm really bad at that stuff really bad do you know what I think this week we should just start a big um, Dubland avalanche so as in if you, a double lunch if yeah. you listen to the podcast will you tweet about it uh, tell your friends about it put it on your Facebook page um, let's have the week of the Dubland week yeah let's make this an epic Dubland week yeah heading out of February into the out of the misery of winter and into the loveliness of yeah, spring so let's spring Dubland into other ah. people's lives so you've got a you've got a lovely way of metaphors do you know that yeah, you had a great you one yesterday what was that or last week what was it uh, something about Mickey Rudders I can't remember but it was a beautiful play on words even though it was an ugly <laughs> a subject Mickey like no rudder that was the one which I believe should be our tagline Dubland a, a Mickey, Mickey like, like no, no rudder, rudder. Makes no sense, but it sounds fantastic. And then there's that gicknick, whatever it's called, in the middle. The, the little gicknick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's 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 all a big jumble of contradictions, but I like it and it works. And um, before we go any further, I have to tell you these things. So I went to London at the weekend. Yes, you did. A very quick 23-hour trip. Okay, myself and my husband. Oh my god, flying without kids. It's amazing. Like, no buggy. We could go to the toilet at the same time. We could talk. on. I think I fell asleep for 10 minutes on the flight. I was ah. that exhausted. We got the train. We were on the underground. We were like teen. It was like, we're young. We're teenagers. Except we're exhausted because it's been a very busy weekend. We're here. a married couple with kids get a 23-hour holiday yeah. abroad. Literally, that's what we <laughs> Not had. Not even a day. Delighted with ourselves. Although I was on the tube and I was a total tourist going, this is ridiculous. There's no personal space. Because you can't breathe on the tube in London anyway we got to my cousin's house and we very quick turnaround again we did that very Irish thing of we arrived and went I oh, know listen we're starving we'll order some food to which my auntie was like food you will not we should be out of this house in 40 minutes get yourself showered and out the door and ready to go 
And then we had lots of awkward conversations for the first hour because I can talk about this now. So earlier this year, I'm sorry, late last year, I should say, I was offered a job on Radio X in the UK. I was offered a breakfast presenter's role working with Chris Moyles and Pippa and, and all the team. you are stuck at my lousy ass. And I'm stuck at you getting doing a podcast not getting paid. <laughs> um, so I, I didn't take the job because I had a very little boy and, um, you know, just different family situations and basically I chose here. But we haven't been to London, but it was really awkward because we went over. So I met like um, the head of Global, Ashley, who I met when I was 17, who obviously was involved in the talks of me moving to Radio X. Yeah. And then the head of Radio X, like the, the RPD, like him, all the people who work in Radio X. Um, my cousin's gorgeous agent, Holly, who was going to represent me. Um, so she was going to be my agent. All yeah. of these people. And they were all like, oh my God, you're Susie. So you're, you're Chris's cousin, Susie. You knew you came for the job. And then they all just turned their head and looked at Joey. Joey just spent the first two hours going it wasn't solely down to me it's not all my fault I hope you're happy look at her she's miserable (laughs) she's miserable she has to talk to that other buffoon every Wednesday Um, I hope you're (laughs) proof of the pudding of why I should have never taken the job on Radio X is that I am definitely not cool enough for London so there was like oh PJ, the clothes they wear, you'd fit in with your thug wear. Um, they wear such cool clothes, like they're all cool and they all wear, they're a lot of muted, dark colours. Uh, and I was wearing, what could only be described as like an Amish type, very short dress. Um, but it, I was in a dress and very sparkly heels because I obviously had no child and a husband and alcohol to consume. So it was a party for me. It was a, I, was, I was essentially wearing your Sunday party dress. Um, and I felt, I felt really like, oh, look, there's the girl with her hair. There's the girl with her hair. <laughs> and her dress. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's not true. You'd be in London a week, you'd start getting all into all your sort of stylish stuff. That's true. I just you'd go. You'd be keeping up appearances. I go to the shop that you go and go dress me. And then you'd look. Make me cool. Like a man. Mm. <laughs> anyway, there you go. So, uh, But lots and lots of people talking about the Dublin podcast at the party. Oh, really? So yeah, they were all like, oh, I've listened to your podcast and they enjoy it. And, and Ben Morris is over there. He's Irish and he's working over there and he listens. And I met his friend Rob. And yeah, loads and loads of people. So Ah, there you go. Well, thanks yeah. for listening, London No worries. People. And so tell your, tell your peeps and your pals. Yeah, tell your peeps and your pals. This is, a, like you said, double anch this week. Double anch this week. Let's try and make this the week where stuff starts to happen. And then we'll start planning that live episode we've been talking about for later in the year. Speaking of English people, actually... What about them? We, 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 yeah, <laughs> they're not weirdos. Hello oh, to everybody weird. listening in the UK. Mad, everyone off our rocker. Um, do you know what the really funny thing? You know, in Ireland, let's let's role play this, right? Okay. Hey, PJ, how's it going? Grant, how are you? Any news? Nothing really. No. Right. Listen. See you later. Good luck. Take it easy. Have a good one. There's an Irish conversation. Yeah. That's how we roll. Yeah. Now, change that over to me and let's pretend I'm English. All right. All right, Susie. How's it going? Well, I mean, I'm okay. I mean. Oshin had a fall the other day off the bed. He, oh, he's, he has a black eye. Um, and I'm, I'm having a fairly stressful day now in work. And <laughs> I got, <laughs> Do you get it? I do, yeah. They answer. They answer. I know. It's bad manners to be telling, answering the question. Except it, in, in the UK, it's good manners to answer the question. But in Ireland, it's bad manners. It's bad manners. So yeah. we don't want to know the answer. And then you get stuck and it's really awkward. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's actually bad manners. I not tell you, when you meet a fella in Ireland, how's it going? He goes, Do you know something? I'm not feeling the best. You're like, Oh Jesus, well who asked you? I'm in a rush. I'm only saying the nice thing. You're supposed to say, Grant, um carry on with your fucking day. You're not supposed to be getting don't into need all to the know. nonsense. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a need to know basis. Mm. I'm asking you but I'm not asking you. Yeah. You know? It's like that's the only reason in Ireland for any like for any reason to slightly and I mean slightly draw the conversation out is it just if someone's died. That's the only yeah. reason that you, and even you then you can't say how's it going. It has to be, Silsia, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and at that, you're supposed to, you're expected to say at most, not the best. Not the best. But I be grand. And leave I've it lost at that. all of my family in some type of smelting accent, and then you say, sorry keep the for, chin up. Yeah, keep chin up. Sorry keep for your loss. Little bit better every day, Susie. Little bit better every day. That's what I say to you. And then you say, see you later. I'm going to hit the road. There's free soup up there. Yeah. <laughs> Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is etiquette. That's interaction. That's manners. That's manners. That's the one it is. Oh, jeepers. Right. Oh, yeah, I was going yeah. to tell you. I woke up late. Sorry, we, we, and morning. we digress back to where we started. Christ almighty. There's nothing more terrifying than waking up late. Well, because you present a breakfast show. So, yeah. so that's I get up in the worrying. middle of the night. Yeah. So I get up at five o'clock. But I did this. I did the thing. I don't set snoozes. I don't do snoozes, right? You hear the alarm. You get the fuck out of bed. I don't do this. I don't do that. Oh, instead of having one hour of actual sleep, I'll have uh, two hours of broken sleep. You know, I don't do all of Toying that. Toying with of. myself. So I, 
Alarm goes off, 5 a.m. You sit up in the bed and that's it. This morning the alarm went off, 5 a.m. I says, I get up now in a minute. Oh, God. And I was on my own today, so I had to be on time. Mm. So then I did the thing where I went, <laughs> you know, that, that, you're lying down, totally calm. You open your eyes. You think you've just woken up for the first time. Then you suddenly remember. It's the second time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I did that thing where you run. So I'm standing in the room and I was running around but doing nothing. Okay. So you started going, I better have a shower. I don't have time for a shower. Oh my god, I better have to, I don't have time for a shower. But I have to be clean, but I don't have time for a shower. I better put just my pantalons on. But I can't put my pantalons on because I've got my jocks. Where's my jocks? I had to stop myself and go, calm down. You're getting nothing done. We've now lost another five minutes through rudimentary panic. Okay. This is getting nowhere. Nobody nowhere fast. This is ridiculous. Carry on. Then I said, I'll go for the shower. I went for it. I was in the shower. Do you know that scene where Jim Carrey is rubbing himself with a soap as if somebody, <laughs> as if his uncle gave him a touch up? And I was standing, I was down so far, like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> and then I got on my bike, got on the motorbike. One morning there's going to be a truck in front of me. Of course there is. One morning there's and a truck. And you're shouting from behind. See. And I'm in my helmet, roaring. And a moving truck. I was probably listening to the radio. And I mean, audibly roaring. I probably woke people up in their houses going, Murder for that! Jonas, I have to go to work! Yay! Why there always morons out? And it was just unbelievable. That panic, that absolute... I remember me dad getting so enraged with that sort of stuff. I remember me dad was... He, he would normally let early for everything. Mm. When he'd be late, he'd fly off the handle. Like, lose his fucking mind. I remember him shouting at a person. We were driving into town, and there was a person eating an ice cream cone. And he rolled down the window, and he roared at them. It's too fucking early for ice cream! That's how upset he was. Was it too early in the year or too early in the day? Don't really know. To this day, I couldn't tell you. No, neither does the person well, still I, stand there with the ice cream. I do remember <laughs> thinking it was the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. But Jesus, the panic. The absolute Did you panic. time check? Did you, like, did you look up and when you woke up did you time check because you know sometimes when you wake up late you just lose your shit altogether, and you yeah. don't like you don't even time check yourself you're just like I'm late oh no I looked yeah okay and how late was, were you huh how late were oh, you I made it in on time it was just the, mo- the motions of getting through yeah. it did mean I had to hold a poo for nearly an hour longer than I would normally do when I got in here uh, because I had to get straight into business. But that's the things a man has to think about. I mean, see, you're look, look, you're a woman, you're stroking your head, you're there going, I mean, why are we talking about this? Obviously you do it once a month. I'm more regular than you. No, I know, you've told us about Clockwork. it numerous yeah, but, times. I have to stop talking about my bodily functions. It's actually <laughs> disgusting. It's disgusting. I know it is. You wouldn't talk about it with anybody. You wouldn't talk about it with a dog. And do here I am. I don't even talk about this with my husband. Do you know what I mean? Or your best pals. I know more about your bodily functions than I do. Like, I could go on Masterminds and then hear the music. Dun, 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 dun. What's your name? Suzanne Kane. And your special subject? PJ Gallagher's bodily move. Bodily functions. <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> your time starts now. Beep. I know it's terrible. I need to stop. I need to stop. If nobody, literally nobody, is interested. Now. Oh, congratulations to the dogs of Dublin. It's a <laughs> congratulations to the dogs of Dublin. Congratulations to the dogs of Dublin. <laughs> MVP. I told you about the pub MVP. Yeah, yeah. The, the MVP was an amazing pub in Dublin. We were talking about it maybe three weeks ago on the podcast. These health and safety lunatics walked in. Mm-hmm. Lunatics from the HSC. The health and safety, whoever the hell they are, that do more harm than good, if you ask me. They walked into this pub and they said, you can't have dogs here anymore. You're selling food. You're not allowed to do it anymore. Three days ago, MVP, they came back out and they says, right, you can have dogs. Dogs are allowed back in again. We haven't received formal letters from the government. We're not listening to what you're saying. Bring your dogs back in. We have a business to support. I walked around that day. Congratulations to the dogs of Dublin. And then, as if things weren't getting better than that, there is now, opens tomorrow, a new dog cafe in Dublin. The Cafe Pup. P-U-P-P for anyone that fancies meeting me up there for an El Cappuccino and a bark and a brunch because it looks fantastic on the same road right in the centre of Dublin. I'm telling you, the dogs, it's a victory for canine kind. It's a victory for canine kind. I can't wait. I'm going to have celebratory brunches there all bleeding week and I just think it's deadly. I'm so glad they made those people back down. Tell the government to stick it up there. 
leashes and to not listen to it. I'm I'm just absolutely delighted. I'm all really? genuinely I, 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 I did, it hasn't come across at all. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to get to socialise on one road with my dog this week. Now, I'm going on a date this week. I want to tell you. I'm going on a date. With your dog? With Wendy the dog. Uh... We're going to go straight up and have our little brunch in a... The cafe pup, yeah, we're gonna have something to eat there. I'm gonna get her, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll get her like a raspberry flavored water or something. I'll have a prosecco. Uh, then we'll bounce on up to the MVP. I'm gonna have a spud box, and yeah, so is she because she can, because she fucking can. And then we're gonna have a couple of cocktails, maybe take a couple of points, and then we're gonna go home to bed. Yeah, it's all planned. That's where it ends. It's gonna stay normal. Yeah, but I just think just... it's. I'm just delighted that they, that they taught they're not listening to it. That people of in Ireland have stood up and said, you know something, if a law is stupid, it's better off ignoring it than paying any attention. Well, to congratulations it. to you and to Lilo and, and Wendy, Wendy the dog, and all of the other dogs that are going to pup. Cafe, yeah, and two people there. MVP. It's a couple that opened it. They were uh, working in Google or something, uh, and they are so a real techie couple. And they just decided, you know, something I don't want to be doing Off internet. Their faces on their mochachakas. Yeah, so they, I want to be selling mochachakas to Papa Lucas, and uh, that's what's happening. I'm delighted with it. I'm really, you know what it is? I'm delighted for you. you know what it is? It's the top of the cock. It's the top of the cock. Top of the cock. That's that's. There's there's two variations of emotions at the moment. One is top of the cock, which means that it's the greatest. Sensational. Sensational, top of the cock. Use it as much as you want. Feel free. Top of the cock. If you're in good form or something's working out for you, you can say today is top of the cock or that is top of the cock. If it is going terribly bad, it feels awful. You feel just like the world is turning on you. It's cock pox. Cock pox, yeah. Cock pox. Yeah, there we go. There you go. So Describing the world by one Mickey at a time. How? How does it always boil down to them? Right, go on. What else is on the agenda for Dublin today? See, there's a there's a restaurant. Now, to go back to restaurants again. We always find a theme, don't we? We always find a theme. But there's another re- the restaurant in New Zealand. They reckon this is going to become a thing now because mm. they're the first restaurant and normally when one person starts to do it, it goes on. Now, now say you and me, we're going to go for dinner, right? Say we right. finish here, we've nothing to do. We're going to say, right, we're going to get a dinner before we scramble off our separate ways, go home. There's a restaurant now that, say I went in and I had it a full lot and you went in and he says, do you know something, I'm not that hungry, I'm just going to sit with him, have maybe a dessert or a starter. They're going to charge you for a main. You're going to get the average charge for a main. Yeah, because they say it's not fair to the restaurant. They say it's not fair to the restaurant because they could be using that chair to make real money, whereas you're really only there to keep another diner company. You're kind of wasting their time. You're having a glass of water, coffee and a dessert. Yeah, you're not good to anybody. So they're going to say, fine, but you'll get an obligatory no main charge, 12 euro, 12 dollars, whatever it is. That's nonsense, isn't it? It's mad, isn't it? It won't catch on over here. Yeah, it's Ireland. Someone will try it. Someone will try it. I mean, honestly, what would you do? You get the you get the receipt down and say, "I you've just charged me for a main I didn't have," and you say, "Exactly, yeah, you were wasting my time." So, uh, I do remember some idiot taking my mum on when we were very young, um, and I'd say that man is still in some type of counselling. Um, I think we're on a boat. Actually, I think we could have been going to Leeds, so we might have been on the the boat over to Hollyhead or whatever. And you sat down for breakfast, and it was a charge per head, like probably fifteen pounds or whatever it was. But I was a child, and I didn't eat very much. But my mom was like, you know, she'll probably just have a bit of toast off my plate. And then the idiot said, well, if she has anything to eat, I'll charge you. And of all the things in the world you don't do is take on McCain, because no. she took him down to Chinatown and back again. <laughs> I'd say the man <laughs> contemplated. Take having to hop off the boat into the middle of the Irish Sea because it was probably a, like a lesser evil than listening to the wrath of my man. But yeah, like that, I think he did try and charge. Like we're talking early, you know, mid eighties here, like fifteen pounds. That's a lot of money. Was a lot of money, like for a child who may have a nibble on a piece of toast at seven o'clock in the 15 morning. Fifteen pounds like, was an extension on the house listen, back in the eight nineteen eighties. I do understand it from the other side though, because I got a buddy. He wor- he runs a, an Italian restaurant in town. Uh, and he's a really cool guy, and he doesn't take any messing. Because you know all this customers always Is this right. Luca? Yeah, yeah. You know all this customers always right nonsense, right? We're in there once. One customer was being a particular pain in the hoo ha, right? You know, giving the staff, the waiting staff, just a general hard time running mm. the mill. So he eventually says, I want to speak to the manager. Makes a complaint, right? Now this is how you do it in style, I think. So makes the complaint. Manager Luca then says, do you know what you do? You uh, finish this up. It's completely on the house. Sorry for your inconvenience, but just don't ever come back here again. My staff work hard. Turned on his heel and walked Fair off. I was play. Like, oh, what a stinger. 
Somebody told me once about a very well-known American star. Well, she's kind of like cable TV American star, kind of involved in dancing. Uh, she was over in Cork, I think it was. The, the restaurant she was in is an exceptionally good restaurant as well. And she made a threat to the staff and said, this better be good. I have this many followers on Twitter. And at that point, uh-huh. I think I would have spat on her food and go tweet that bitch. Like, I don't think... I See, this is why I don't work in customer <laughs> services. <laughs> I wouldn't be able for someone threatening me to give me a bad review before she'd even touch the food. Before food, yeah. What's with the attitude? Like, do you know what I mean? It's just like, judging by her attitude on the show that she's on, she's not a nice person, so that's her written off. Do you, what did they react to? Did they just say nothing and let it happen? They were really nice to her, like. Oh, were they? they, Yeah, yeah, and I'd say in hindsight, they were probably like, what a wagon, but... I, I would, honestly would have spat on her food. Why is sushi so expensive as well? That's a I question that it. drives me up the wall. Sushi must be the easiest food to prepare ever. You get the fish, you cut the fish, you put it on a bit of rice, you hand it over. And yet it's so expensive. I eat sushi all the time. I've never had sushi. What? What's wrong with you? How can you not have sushi? How can you... Are you messing? You've never, ever had su- any kind of sushi. Even I've a little had, roll. Um, no, I've had... Uh, I've had teriyaki chicken. That's not sushi. That's chicken. <laughs> Had it on wagon mamas. Does that like him? <laughs> That's amazing. Do you like Chinese food? I do, yeah. Curry chip. Beautiful. Love me curry chips. Oh, excuse <laughs> me, if it's on the menu, therefore it is. No, that's Spice definitely... Spice bag. That's definitely menu, not how food Chinese. works. That's definitely not how food works. <laughs> it's one of those... No, I've, I've been to like Wagamama's and uh, I've had teriyaki chicken, so I think that that's... No, that's not sushi. Sushi is definitely fish. Absolutely sushi is fish. Oh, is fe- so sushi... Ju- this is like an animal fact. Is sushi... <laughs> You're sushi. You're sushi and the fish is sushi. <laughs> So it's only fish sushi. <laughs> yeah. You can have sushi. They call it sometimes sushi for vegetarians, but it doesn't make sense because it's not sushi. So only fish is sushi? Yeah. Sushi Come is a on, fish dish. Come on, this is an animal fact. Okay. I thought... I animal thought... facts. Animal facts. I got those <laughs> animal facts. <laughs> animal facts. Animal facts. I got those food. animal facts. Yeah. So foodie animal facts. Yeah. yeah. Sushi is fish it's a fish dish and sometimes they serve it to you without fish in it they put cucumber <laughs> a bit of avocado in the middle of the roll but uh, that's actually not sushi it's saying vegetarian sushi is like saying vegetarian chili con carne gotcha. because chili con carne is the Spanish for I, chili I'm with meat I'm to understand these animal facts a yeah. lot better than I had before I thought sushi was just like a, ch- a type of food like as an in- would you want to go for an Italian a Chinese sushi uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's no, not really, no. Indian, no? It'd be more specific than that. It'd be like, you want to go for a steak? Do you want to go for sushi? Do you want to go for a pasta? You know, that'd be is more... Dups, is Dups, Dupsing, Dupsong, is that... Ding? A Dupsong? What's a Dupsong? What's that called? The dumplings. Dipsong. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I literally don't know what you're talking about. I you di- know the parcels, the dumplings. Dumplings, yeah. Why are you calling them Dipsongs and Dupsongs? But are they not called something... I They're think. called dumplings. No. What do you mean? Dip some. No, it doesn't Dip matter. Dip some. Dip yeah, some dumplings a, into yeah. the soy sauce. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Did you hear a Japanese man saying something and you just misinterpreted it? Dip some in the soy sauce. You're like, dip some. Oh, I li- like that dip some. I love a couple of dip sums. <laughs> Can I get four dip sums? <laughs> Uh, since that we're on the stage of food I told you I tell you I had to double my food intake since I started going to the gym oh yeah because you're in uh, you're in I'd Steve Doody Steve Doody I saw a picture of you because um, obviously he was on your breakfast show on 4FM which thank you for the studio um, but he uh, he's very familiar is is he from the south side or is it, does no. he just have a look I've, or maybe I've seen maybe, maybe I've seen him on something yeah, no, he looks familiar Northsider. definite northsider maybe I just want him to be my friend because I like his name I'd be like to go hey Steve Doody it's Susie <laughs> How Steve, you doing? Steve Doody and Susie are going for sushi. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to dip some. Yeah. <laughs> Coolest couple ever. <laughs> going with a pub cafe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he's from the north side, but he's some man, like he has just, he has me tortured. I right. made a fatal mistake. What did you do? I said to him, if Rocky don't do it, I don't want to do it. Oh no, you idiot. I said, if Rocky doesn't do it, I don't want, I don't want any fancy new things. I don't want to be swinging around with the uh, Messers fads. I want to do the old school, hardcore weight lifting, hurting myself pumping iron you know all that sort of stuff and yeah. then I want you to make me sweat I don't want to do cardio I want to do hardio oh, hardio oh, vascular knob that's what I- 
Yeah, I know I'm a knob. Oh, I know oh, I'm a knob. Are you going to turn into? Are you going to be a knob this summer? Then are you going to start wearing like you know the way when you go abroad anywhere outside the pale, really being Dublin. Actually, no, just anywhere outside Ireland. Most blokes have business wearing a shorter short and a tighter top, but in in Dublin, Ireland, and and surrounding counties, no business, no business. And I fear now because you're you're going to get self confidence with this working out. Oh my god! I fear. <laughs> I fear that you're going to start wearing like a singlet and like a pair of salmon short shorts into work and then a pair of plimsolls and maybe getting spray tans. Oh my, do you know something? Is that, that's what you're aspiring to? It wasn't what I was aspiring to, but now that you said it and purely just to see the look on your face, I actually would love to come in with a singlet and some plimsolls. You know and what short I mean? shorts, like they always wear them in a pastel, like a salmon or a yellow. Or yeah, like the 1970s GAA shorts. The ones that if you wore them now in this day and age. Tighter though. And if it was warm, you'd actually you'd just have a bit of testicle sticking out the bottom of them. <laughs> in other words, the pre-netted ones. Now when you get shorts now, there's no, a I'm net. Really, no. Oh, there's not. No. Uh, there's I a don't net. look. There's I... an actual <laughs> net. I, put, I bought gym shorts first time in years. There's a net. There's an actual net in them to make sure your balls don't hang out the leg of your strides. An actual little ball basket. That's how you go. the only way I can describe it. It's a little ball basket. Okay. So when you're putting on your shorts, you can't. It's like you can't wear underpants as underneath them. You know, I suppose you could, but it would be very uncomfortable. My chafe. My chafe. So you have to get in. There's a little ball basket in the shorts. You get in the ball basket. Make sure that you keep your dignity uh, as you're working out. It's an amazing thing. I don't remember them being there in the 70s. The 70s was like they were kind of like the swimming trunks ones. You know, you got yeah. in, you hit the water wrong, your shorts came halfway down your ass, and your willy stuck out the bottom of your. The leggy art drawers, you know, but it's it. Uh, so there you go. I don't know how I got onto the ball basket. I don't know what we were you're talking about. You're working out with Steve. Oh Dude. yeah, yeah, I'm working and out with Steve. Your intake of food. I have to double my intake. Double it. So wait till you hear this. Wait till you hear this. This is like what he has me eating in the mornings. It's actually really hard to do, right? Okay. So three Weetabix in the morning, right? Because mm-hmm. all paddy fat tits here, right? I have to try and sort myself out. I'm 41 in April, so I want to be 41 and look. Better than ripped. I did at 31. Okay. Oh, not ripped. Ripped is a, ripped is an ideology I don't think my body's going to aspire to. like my husband. He says that as well. He's fit. Like Joey's very fit. Yeah. See, that's he, what you're going to be like. So I want to be fitter at 41 than I was at 31. Actually, fitter at 41 than I was at 21, which shouldn't be hard because at 21, I was like a bag of, I was like a ball basket myself, to be honest with you. Uh, so I'm going to go. Uh, I have to wake up every morning. I'm training as hard as I can, four days a week, lashing into it, lashing into it. So... I woke, woke up this morning, three Weetabix with skim milk in the bowl. Nice. And three boiled eggs. Pulled two yolks out of it. At eight o'clock in the morning, I have a bowl of rice with a full can of tuna. Yeah, eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Just before we started this, I have banana. Saw that. Now, I have to have a reveal to make. Because I'm not getting enough protein into my body. I have to have three salads in a day. I can't eat three more tuna salads. It would kill me, right? Uh. So I had to start eating chicken again this week. As a vegetarian, I've had to start eating chicken again this week. Now, I don't eat all the chicken, and I only eat it from one place. <laughs> the breast. But, but I've had to convince myself that basically a chicken is a landfish. No, it's not. It's a chicken. It's a landfish. It's basically... Oh, listen, it's a slippery slope. Before you know where you are, you'll be, you'll be knocking over to me and Joe. <laughs> Joey will be making a steak. I read a... No, I won't. <laughs> Medium rare. Cows are too smart. I told you I eat fish because they're idiots. I'm now eating chickens because chickens they, aren't idiots. They are idiots. They're not, they and you can idiots. you can justify this every which way you choose, my friend. But the long and the short of it is, is chickens aren't idiots. They are. They, let me tell you this animal fact: they evolved from dinosaurs. Okay, which were idiots. Which aren't idiots at all. Okay, you tell you tell a Tritonosaurus Rex to a his trident face. Tritonosaurus. You tell him to his face. I've you to get up a stepladder. See, I know my animal facts. You tell him. That he's an idiot and that his great, 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 great grandson will be going in your belly. He wouldn't be happy. He wouldn't be happy, I understand, but I'm still, I'm calling them out as being the morons of the bird world. I'm calling them out, they're morons. So I'm, I'm, they're landfish. Essentially, a fish to me is a pear or an apple with gills. I'm now saying that a chicken is a watermelon with feathers. That's the way I have to see it. I have to see it. I won't get the protein in. I need to survive. I can't why keep the energy. Why don't you start? Why don't you? Can you not use this? Again, I, I talked about this last week. You're not seeing, seeing the shakers. Sugar. Get more. Too much sugar but in them. But there's not. I investigated this. You need to talk to my brother-in-law. He works for Nutramino. Right? Yeah. So he will, he will guide you down the right road. And then you won't have to be eating chick, 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 uh, chicken, 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 chicken. But there's no sugar in the chicken. If you get the right uh, proteins, less sugars, something, something, I don't know. Folic acid. Well, 
Yeah, yeah that for your drink. I know, but I'm like, doing all that. I'm just trying to do it with natural foods and not, uh, you know, fizzy oh, yeah. stuff and all. That's the whole idea. Might we start injecting steroids into your eyeballs? Then we'll have a problem. Oh, what? We're definitely doing that. What? Steroids into the eyeballs now. That's the way this is going. Be under no illusion. <laughs> I have never had a problem with steroids. No, no I, I know. I, I don't know. understand why anyone would have a problem with steroids. I love that. You know, you know, you see some lad and he's just bulked up to the bits and he's been training hard. Why not reward yourself with a little sneaky bit of Jesus juice into the arm? Why wouldn't you do it? Stick it into the bum. Yeah, you might get carried away, but it's the same with alcohol or smoking hash or any of those other things. I don't smoke hash or any of those things. They just don't suit me. I'd start bursting into tears, to be honest. I'm just not good at it. But like when it comes to a bit of, a bit of, woo, a bit of, bit of growth in the, woo. Yep. Oh, that bum needs a little bit of a lift. Woo, 50 squats and a bit of Jesus juice will pump me up. I'll be looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger's knees by the time I'm finished. Yeah, I'm all for it. Definitely. I don't know where to get steroids. I don't know how oh, no, to stop, use steroids. Because people are going to start sending us like stuff on the thing going, we may oh, feel free. out. Feel free. I would happily take it. No, you won't happily take it. Shut up, PJ. Oh, genuinely, I would. Do you know what I'll do? I'll tell no. you what I'll do. We should do this, the steroid challenge. No, we're not doing the steroid challenge. I'll, I'm telling you straight out now, we are not doing the steroid. <sighs> like, you honestly, I had this conversation over the weekend about this podcast, right? And I went, there's, there's the devil and then there's me, right? PJ's the devil. And then I'm the one who sits waiting through the shit going well that's libelous but that will definitely end us up in court or him up in court and now we're not doing steroids well I'm just going to say then I'm going to do a personal steroid challenge if nope. anyone could inform me on where to get them I'm going to cycle up a hill on my own as fast as I can right and I'm going to time it then I'm going to plow myself full of their juicy juice woo and I'm going to see how much faster I can do it and then I'm going to do it drunk out of my mind and see how fast I can do it that way. And I'm going to take all the times down and I will anonymously put them on the Dublin podcast. <laughs> and nobody will know who did those figures. And we'll see what happens. Oh, but I don't Jesus. know how to get that stuff. So I suppose it probably might never happen. But I would actually love to do something like that. I'd love to take a challenge like that, you know. Be a bit of crack. You know what I mean? And you'd look fantastic after. Yeah, you but would. then what would happen when... And it doesn't matter. What would happen when? Just forget it. Just... What would happen when? What would happen? Stop taking them. Then you get a fake tan and a pair of those shorts and plimsolls you were talking about. And I'd look, <laughs> I'd look drop dead gorgeous. Before you know it, I'd be the first forty-one-year-old on a Tommy Hilfiger poster. Come on, be realistically, you might get duns. You get a duns campaign out of it, maybe. Like I think Tommy's too far-fetched. Yeah, I know. I ran, I lost the run of myself. But you know he what did. I mean? It, 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 it gotta have a dream. Man's yeah. gotta have a dream. Go with duns. And uh, my dream is to cycle up a, a hill on a bike, <laughs> up to the gills on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't you love to know what you're capable of like just at on one drugs. time yeah on drugs because otherwise you know you're off drugs you'd never really figure no. it out would you not know I'd love to know I'd love to know no, how fast I could peculiar, actually peculiar yeah individual you know? oh, do you know what I'm sick of as well go on you know the way they're naming all these storms yeah but there's a whole cycle I told you this we're on Imogen now but you remember when the storms were just called January and February no they weren't because like they even were. since 1986 it was Hurricane Charlie do you remember from walking home from school and he got blown over? Haven't liked wind since. But he was the one. Hurricane Charlie came in in 1986. He's hung around for a couple of weeks and then he fecked off. And now it's every week there's a new one. It's January and February. Like there's not. That's all it is. It's just January and February. It's just shitty time of year. It's just that time of year just when the wind weather. blows. <laughs> it's the time of year when the wind blows. And we've decided to name. Everything has a name now. Everything has to have a name. You can't have. No, uh, nothing can't have a name. I kind of like that though. I'm a bit weird about everything having a name. Like all of my son, who's a year old, all of his soft toys have a name. And Oshin obviously can't name them. It's just me. I just like things to have a name. He has a turtle. Her name's Amanda. He has a, a little thing that hangs off his uh, off his buggy. His name's Raul. Has an Oscar that plays music. I just name everything. So I actually would be good at naming storms because the names they have are shit. Imogen's a sh- not a shit name, but a shit name for a storm. I think that they need to be something. They need like a Raul. A Raul would be a good name for a yeah. storm, to be fair. Then that's the thing Horatio, with the storms. Horatio, that's what they need. That, like, that's good the name. type of names they need for storms. They need to have storm names. They need to have bad names, names that would frighten people. That's what they need. They need names to frighten. That's the thing as well. Every name nowadays, is they sort of make shit try and sound cuddly. You know what I mean? You can never call stuff by... Soft edges. Like, you could never have a pub and just open it and call it pissheads anymore. People, like, lose their shit. PC. You know what I mean? 2PC. 2PC. You'd have to call it the gentleman drinkers or something and have a monocle and a fucking beard on the, on the, on the signage or something If like I had that. a pub, I'd call it hula hoops. As in, you get hula hoops. Or balubas. Hoop. i call it balubas. I want to open a place uh, that sells sandwiches, just sandwiches, toasted sandwiches. And I was going to call it toasties and I thought, that's a super... You know, that's too obvious. And then I wanted to call it no fork and way. 
I get, getcha. Get the fork out, maybe. You know, maybe that. It's not, it's actually now I've said it out loud, it sounds like a fucking stupid idea. And the thing about that is, you know what hurts the most? I've thought that was a great idea for about a decade. And Seriously? the very first time I said it out loud, I realised how stupid it is. Yeah. Jesus, how do you put up with this shite that yeah. I come out with? I have to say, it must be t- it must be mind-numbing for you. I'm debating in my head whether even leaving that bit in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to look completely stupid. Have you got a Hero of the Week? Heroes of the Week is the pub MVP Dublin. That's who it is. Good. You can drop that in. <laughs> um, my Hero of the Week this week has to be... No, I have another Hero of the Week. Sorry, take like a pound. Go, go on. on, no, go for it. Go, for go, it. go, no, go. No, we'll, we'll do yours. We'll do yours. My Hero of the Week this week is Chris Moyles. Ah, yeah, why? Because he helped us out. Yeah, do you know what? Genuinely, he has given this podcast so many plugs on Radio X. He did it again last week. He was talking about coming over to do his Radio X show from Dublin and he talked about the Dublin podcast again. And so many people, when I was over with him at the weekend, talked about the podcast. And then he did an interview with The Observer on Sunday, The Observer magazine, he had a front page and he mentioned the Dublin podcast again. And it was his birthday. He's just a legend and he's just given this. And in fairness, in the fairness. man offered me a job and I didn't take it. I know. He's still, he's still plugging it. So um, thank you so much because so many people have tweeted saying about that they've listened because he's recommended. So he's my hero of the week. Ah, well, in fairness, it's that's not funny or it's not. It's none of those ones, but that's doesn't my have to be. That's, that's actually early. pure soundage. Yeah, that's so the sound- I just—he actually said to me when I was over there, he went, "Does PJ actually have any idea who I am?" And I went, "Initially, no, but now he does." <laughs> Initially, he was like, "Who's a slap?" Oh, yeah, but now he could he have equally it. have asked, "Does PJ have actually any idea what's going on?" And the answer was still the same. Have been I said, "Yeah," and then uh, immature, no. and I had to explain. About you and and I was like you should watch some of it. and then he also said that he believes we should take this and do it in front of a live audience because he he laughs out loud so he was like you should do this ah oh, we definitely need to do that we need to set that up we have to do that that'd be the tweet crack. us if you live wherever you live and would you come and see us record the podcast live and then you get to see all the liveless bits that I have to cut out <laughs> yeah which is good to yeah so tweet us but leave your fucking phone and recording equipment at home because we're in enough trouble as we are yeah uh, as it already is enough work. So here's my hero of the week. Mm-hmm. Hero of the week. It's a woman called Emer. I don't know. How, I, this is terrible. This is a real sign of Ireland now. Uh, definitely a sign of Dublin. I, she, she has an Irish name, and because it's an Irish name, I don't know how to pronounce it. So her name is Emer Nigilor. Right. So she's 29 years old, and uh, her name is whatever Emer Nigilor. She was in Stansted Airport, right? Mm-hmm. And she was going through the customs and all the checkpoints, and she was going through everything to fly back to Ireland. Yeah. Uh, and she's you know getting stopped. You can't, madam. You've got you can only carry a hand. Millilitres of water. You got to take your shoes off. Uh, do you have a laptop in your bag? Can you please remove your belt buckle, madam? Oh, and they asked her so many questions. She just went, "You know something? To hell with this!" Took her, took off her strides, took off everything, stripped off down to the nip in the airport, and says, "Now, surely there's nothing else I can do." They hopped on her. Uh, of course pull- they did. And any sane person could, who's gone through security will understand her plight. Because the, the natural train killers that the airport security are, don't all tell me how to do my job. I won't tell you how to do yours. Yeah. Bruce in Dublin Airport. Um, the oh, nat- this was in Stansted no, now. But, but yeah, Bruce, it's the same. Yeah. Oh, you got Brucey. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you- Top seas search, Dublin Airport. Look at Bruce. That's all- I saw him. I actually was going to take a picture. I was afraid I'd get like, arrested for taking a picture of him. Go, Madam, don't touch the back. Don't tell me how to do my job. I won't tell you how to do yours. So in the in the scheme of you know airport security that is they hopped her, did they? They hopped on it, broke her hand. What? Yeah, because she put up a fight because she was late for a flight to Barcelona. So imagine being in Stansted. Imagine the infl- it's like pre-flight entertainment. To be fair, right? Emerny girl, right? She gets her it's her temper up. Her blood starts boiling. She's late for a flight for Barcelona. She says, "You know something?" She starts stripping off. All she has on her now is a pair of knickknacks and her black tights. Everything else is gone. Oh, she's the tights over her knickknacks. Yeah, she's the tights on over the knickknacks. So the the British police then start going, "You get, madam, put your clothes back on, please, madam, madam. I'm asking you nicely, madam." And she's like, "I'd say Emerny girl might have had a few jars in her." something at this stage because you have more than a Toblerone in you if you're running around an airport in the nip wearing nothing but a pair of tights right <laughs> and uh, she puts up a fight she breaks her arm she broke her hand uh, but she did it she stood up for herself she stood up for herself she might have looked like a mad woman she might have had her name mispronounced all over the world over it but she did it I mean oh, she might have ruined her own holiday and some would say it was a moronic thing to do and you know some might say it was it's rightly moronic but I think fair play to her she has she gave me a laugh 
Uh, woman yourself. <laughs> and it's something I'd be, I'd be too afraid to do. I'd be far too afraid to go oh, into Oh, I'd be it. afraid to do that. Always one renegade going through security. Just keep your eye out for them. Fair play. if you scan them. for long enough, See, that's kind of standing up for yourself. I don't really have a problem with someone standing up for themselves. What no, annoys me is when... buy one the other side. You're getting a bus. I've started frequenting the old Dublin bus service of late. because Sorry of, for your loss. I like it. I like it. What annoys me is when you've got one person in front of you that uh, they know how much it is. They know how much it is. It's written on the bus stop how much it is. And then the bus comes and they get onto the bus. The doors have opened. They're suddenly standing in front of the bus driver. And all of a sudden, it's a terrible shock they have to pay. <laughs> and they start going through their little purse. Oh, Jesus, I have one person in particular. Going through a little... How much did you say again? I could have told you that. There's 20 of us here could have told you that. You could have turned around to us, any of us here, in the last 10 minutes and said, does anyone know how much it is? You could have said that. We could have all counted your fucking money together. It would have given us something to do. It would have given us something to do. But you waited. You waited for the bus to arrive. You waited for the doors to open. You stood in front of the man and you waited. You waited to that point to put your hand into your purse and start counting. Do you know what I mean? I've never wanted to give an elderly woman a wedgie as much as I ever wanted before in my life. Ever. I'll tell you something. Well, I'm sorry I upset you so much. I just didn't know how much it was when I got on the bus with well, my purse. Yeah. Well, I followed this up with saying, do you know who I've re- learned to think are the worst people in the world? Oh, good God. Middle-aged white men. And do you know how I know that? I am one. Cantankerous, opinionated, useless, unfit, know-it-alls. Well, you're nearly fit. Oh, nearly, but not quite. Know-it-alls who never wrong, who can't have a conversation, who always come into a conversation thinking they're right before anyone's opened their mouths. The most closed-minded, willy-waving pack of loopers that this world has ever had. It only dawned on me this week when I realised, do you know something where every one of us, and every one of us, I'm saying it to everyone out there, if you're a middle-aged white man over 40, you need, like me, and you probably won't because I don't know how to either, to shut up for five minutes and listen to what somebody else might have to fucking say and maybe realise that you're as full of shit as everyone else in the world. It is infuri- it's infuriating. I am infuriating myself. I've become the enemy. I've turned into the enemy. And then I look at the elections are happening. All the elections are happening. Do you know how many middle-aged white men I'm looking at on lampposts? <laughs> every day. Every day I'm looking at middle-aged white men on lampposts and I want to punch every one of them in the cock as hard as I can with a spanner. I just can't take middle-aged white men anymore. Because that's my social circle. It's my family. It's the people I hang out with. It's the people I work with. Hey, and hey, hey. Yeah, well, not you. Me? Yeah, no. But generally, you, unfortunately, I don't know how the fuck you do it because you're not even one I'm of surrounded us. Surrounded by us. You're not even one of us. You And you can't go and grow a pecker just to fit in. I'm all right, I think. I'm good, <laughs> I'm good as I am. But it's just, um, it's on. I never realised. Do you know what it is? It's, and then I finally got it this week. Mm-hmm. I finally understood why middle-aged white men are so cantankerous, so unbearable because I'm starting to be that person. It's because, you know what it is? Your world starts to shrink. Your world starts to shrink because when a, a middle-aged white man wasn't always a middle-aged white man, at one point he was a young man with hopes and dreams and possibilities and he lived in a world where people told him lies. Lies like, you can be anything you fucking want and then you grow up feeling hard done by when you realise you're just another middle-aged white fuck walking around, shiting in the, into the toilet every day. And your world shrinks so much because you thought to yourself, I was going to be a rock star. <laughs> I was going to be an astronaut. I was going to have my own fleet of trucks on Batter Evil Knievel in a wrestling match. And now what are my concerns? Getting the fucking bins out on a Wednesday. How could you not be a cantankerous, unbearable bastard? How could you not be? I'll never forget looking at me dad and I couldn't wonder... Couldn't work out why he was so upset when the neighbour would roll his bin back into our garden. I couldn't understand why that would wind him up so much. And then I found myself looking at a neighbour the other day thinking, that's my bin. That's my bin, Helen. She's like, it's just a bin. PJ, it's a bin. Calm down. I know it is, but it's my bin. And you won't stop touching my bin. Because my world has shrank to the point that I know I'm never going to be a rock star. I know I'm never going to go to college and be a doctor or grow up and save lives. I know the best I can get is that guy across the road is going to die before I do. (laughs) And that's my ambition in life now. Because you know why? Because then he won't touch my fucking bin 
anymore. Oh, Jesus. Middle-aged white men, I swear to God, we need to have a sort of a focus group or something where we can turn up and say to each other, you know something, I'm not good at life. I've just realised it. I'm 40 today. I'm 41 in April. Uh, and this is my own... I'm going to say, my, my name's PJ. I'm a middle-aged white man and I'm a pain in the hole. And I really apologise for it, but there's nothing I can do because I'm just carrying this fucking torment between my legs and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> At Dublin Podcast, if you have been affected by any of the issues brought up by BJ <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, sorry for that. But you know what I mean. I don't know how women share this planet. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you as a woman wakes up every day, looks at middle-aged white men and doesn't think to yourself, Jesus Christ, is there not enough? That's why people believe in aliens, you know? Because they just look at... <laughs> because they look at us. They what look at us. Yeah, and they say, this can't. Be as good Don't as it can. It. This can't be what life is all about. Jesus, surely there has to be something better. That's why I'm definitely, I don't care who it is or what her beliefs are. I don't care if she's far right, far left, communist or Nazi. As long as it's a woman, she's getting my vote on Friday. Because <laughs> I can't do it. I can't support another bloke. I'm holding up every man I know as it is. And they're holding me up. We don't yeah, deserve cards. Lads, one more tumble. Yeah, we've had it. We've had our day, lads. It's time to hand over the reins and give someone else a shot. Because Jesus Christ, we don't know what we're talking about. Oh God, <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's why they invented sport. Keep us occupied, you know. And that's Stop why us they, doing they, any harm. Women have an extra little thing in our brain where we just go. Yeah, that's how you learn to multitask because you just couldn't, literally couldn't listen to us constantly without going yeah, somewhere else. It's just on else. in the background. Yeah. It's like the telly or the radio. It's just on in the background. It's like on in the background. Oh, God. Well, that's my rant. That's oh, my gosh. day. That's my weekly rant. That's for sure. Jesus Christ. Literally, as we're, as we're here, we just got an email to the Dublin podcast. Uh, thanks to Jordy Howell, by the way, who sent a lovely email, uh, who is over in Melbourne. And to Bernie, loving it. And then Thomas Rooney has literally just... Now, there you go. Case in point as to why Chris Moyles is my hero of the week. Thomas Rooney, love the podcast. Heard about you from Chris Moyles' show. Have subscribed uh, and I'm up to episode 13. It'll be a while before he gets to us at 17. Laughed all the way through. Ideas for PJ's holidays. Don't come to England. It's shite. Cheers. Thomas Rooney in County Durham. Ah, gee, that's a bit harsh. I actually like London. I love, he's in Durham. Yeah, I don't know where Durham is. I don't know what the building. Uh, uh, it's up north, isn't it? Newcastle, oh, is it? Durham. Yeah. I actually, I, every time I've been to England, I have to say I've had a good I time. I love the UK. England's been, all, England's been surprisingly, disappointingly good, I have to say. It's always Because growing up you in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, growing up in Ireland, you want to hate it. And then you get there and you think, ah, shit, this is great, Craig. Feck is, and your, your happy hour, and your, it's good a place, right? No, that's it then. I don't have anything else. Uh, may I wish you all a very top of the cock type of a day. If you have a bad day, don't forget cockpox uh, at Dublin Podcast at PJ Gallagher at Suzanne4FM are all our Twitter accounts for all your fun and abuse <laughs> come on go try sushi today make that your thing I don't like fish and I don't like raw fish I only like it battered right, oh I bought a pair of Ted Baker pants ah oh, oh, wait you see them next week <laughs> they're lovely they are yellow belts and all to match them. a yellow belt you've lost your fucking shirt like a yellow fucking belt. Yeah. A yellow belt on it looks good with the blue check. The blue check with a yellow belt. Who are you padding some fucking there? Are you fucking serious? Oh, okay, no. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> the end of that now.